Here's the question. How do you create a lifestyle full of energy, vitality, and success without all the anxiety that comes with trying to be perfect? From hormones to sleep to mindset and lifestyle, I've got you covered. This is Burnout to Breakthrough. Welcome to the Burnout to Breakthrough podcast. My name is Dr. Eric Shoemake. Today's episode is, why is it so difficult to get up in the morning? Question I get more and more often these these days from patients or from uh, people that have listened to the podcast, why am I so tired in the morning, doc? Let me know what's going on. And that's what we're going to do today. So if that describes you, if you're having a hard time putting your feet on the floor in the morning, or if you're getting tired like after lunch, we're going to talk about fatigue and why why this is happening to you. And and the, real, the reason I want you listening, the reason I'm doing this episode is because I want you to realize that you are not crazy, that you're not falling apart, that there's a reason behind this. And if you, if you understand the reason, you can start to listen to what your body's telling you and work your way out of it and get the energy that you want again. Okay. So first of all, fatigue is a huge hallmark of neuroadrenal burnout. Fatigue is, is I'd say number the, one of the top three. So if you're having fatigue, there's a reason behind it. Now there are other hallmarks as well. So there's, I did an episode a few episodes ago about the five red flags, but I have a, I have a full self assessment where you, you can answer 30 questions and get a really good idea of what phase of adrenal neuroadrenal burnout you might be in. And if you have, as always, if you want access to that for no charge, just, uh, you could find me on Facebook, message me on Facebook, or, uh, shoot me an email at burnout to breakthrough at gmail.com. And I'll get that quiz over to you. We're also starting up our our, uh, 28-day burnout reset on Facebook coming up. So if you want information on either of those, shoot me an email and I'll get that over to you. So, okay, why are we doing the episode today? Because I want to dive into why you're feeling the way that you're feeling. Because if you have some answers as to why you're feeling this way, you know what the heck to do to change it. And that's what this is all about. You can start to listen to what your body's telling you, and then you can start making some changes um, so that you don't only just get back to where you were before, but you, you're you actually able to break through to a higher level of health, vitality, energy, peace, joy, all of the things that you want. That's what this is all about. This is what the whole podcast is about. So my story first as we get into this, uh, just so see if you can relate to this. I was always up at 5.30 in the morning from the time I was probably 28 till the time I was 40, um, 5.30 in the morning. I'd get up, I'd work out, I'd read, I'd, I'd whatever I did, even if I went on vacation, I would still get up at five thirty in the morning. Like my wife would be, you know, asleep in the in the in the room in Mexico, and I would be up for three hours out on the beach. Now, the the positive side of that is we got really good chairs by the pool because I was always the first one out there. Um, the negative side of that is I think it did a, it, it burnt me out a bit, um, but. It also allowed me to realize if I when I wasn't able to get up at five thirty in the morning all the time anymore, I knew there was something wrong. So, uh, man, what happened to me? I guess when I was about forty years old, right around that time, I started realizing five thirty came earlier and earlier. So that my alarm would go off, and I just I was wearing out my snooze button. Started getting really tired. Um, around that time, I had a bike accident, so fractured my elbow. Had quite a bit of trauma there. And I just realized I was just exhausted. And this is when I was really going through the neuroadrenal burnout that I didn't even know was happening to me. But as I look back, this is when it really started to to hit me full force because I think I ignored it for a long time. I just tried to, you know, rub some dirt on it and push through and it didn't work. So... What it, what happened is I started you know wearing out the snooze button and I started sleeping until six and then I started sleeping until six thirty and then I'd say oh seven o'clock's early enough and um, you know I had to be at the office at seven o'clock in the morning so it was it was messing with my scheduling and seeing patients and being able to help people and I got to a point finally in two thousand fifteen where 
even if I slept till nine o'clock in the morning, there's just no way I was getting out of bed and feeling good. It just wasn't happening. So I was going to bed at 10, waking up at nine. So I'm talking about 11 hours of sleep and I still wasn't feeling good. I was still tired all the time. So maybe you can relate to that. So I would force myself to get out of bed, you know, whatever, seven 30, I'd get up, I'd, I would drink a bunch of tea cause I'm not a big coffee drinker. So I would drink some tea, try to get some caffeine in me. Eventually my brain would kick in start working. I'd get through the morning. And then after like lunchtime, I would just crash again. And I could never figure this out. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I slept plenty. I haven't done like a hard workout or anything. Why am I so tired after lunch? So again, fatigue is a big hallmark of this. And I want to explain why you're having this fatigue problem. And we're going to do that in, in three chemicals, uh, cortisol, dopamine, and serotonin primarily cortisol. Okay. So here's what happens when you have this neuroadrenal problem. So we talk about the adrenal glands as being glands on top of the, the kidneys and they secrete adrenaline, which is great for fight or flight. So if you see uh, a bear in the woods, it's really good that you're stressed and, and on edge and your heart rate goes up and you don't sleep well and all of those things, because it's not time to be sleeping or lounging. It's time to be running or fighting. Um, I happen to be uh, I'm not very strong. Uh, so I'm faster than I am strong. So I would definitely run from the bear, but regardless, whether you're going to fight the bear or run from the bear, that cortisol is a good thing. Okay. That gets released in your, in your, in, from your adrenal. So cortisol comes out and now here's what, here's the note. Here's how you can tell if you have high levels of cortisol, you're basically anxious or on edge. Um, because again, your body thinks it just saw a bear in the woods and the bear in the woods now for, for us in modern days is traffic sitting in traffic getting to a job that you might not love anymore. Uh, you just had a fight with your spouse. Um, there's money problems. There's staff problems. There's just problems all the time now, right? So we, we're always seeing this bear in the woods. And as a result of that, the adrenal glands get overstressed. Now, here's what happens with the fatigue. The very the, In the early stages of adrenal fatigue called alarm, um, you're always on edge, right? And, and most of us can live that way because it can kind of feel kind of good. It can, it can give you some energy and you feel like, man, I, I live on this stuff. This is really good. It gives you a little bit of a rush and a high. But like anything else, your body's not designed to do that for a long period of time. So the cortisol levels at this point start to get flipped. So you, when you wake up in the morning, you should have pretty high levels of cortisol because cortisol is like packets of energy if you think about it. So when you wake up in the morning, high levels of cortisol is good. Not super high, but you know, 25 or 30, if you do some testing, um, you want to be when you wake up in the morning. So you want 25 packets of energy. Now throughout the day, those, those packets of energy should go down. So you should have less cortisol at, long, at, at noon than you did when you woke up and you should have much less when you go to bed at night. So in, as you get past the alarm stage of this neuroadrenal burnout, you're going to, the cortisol is going to flip. So the cortisol gets low in the morning and very high at night, which is the exact opposite of what you want. So in the morning, when you wake up, your body still thinks it's the middle of the night, which is why it's so tired, why you're having such a hard time getting out of bed in the morning, which is why you're so tired in the morning. Your cortisol levels are too low when you wake up. So you just don't have energy. Now, the crazy thing behind this is they get flipped so to where the cortisol levels go up throughout the day. So at nighttime, when you want to go to sleep, when you finally feel like you should be going to sleep, that's when your brain starts getting, we call it wired and tired. So your brain starts running like crazy. Um, so even though your body's physically tired, your brain just is going and you're on high alert, right? You, you can't turn your brain off. That's what happens with this, this neuroadrenal fatigue. So the cortisol levels get flipped. And if you don't pay attention there, this just continues to progress. This does not get better on its own, guys. This does not fix itself. So if you continue living the same lifestyle, doing everything you were doing before, then what happens is the, the, eventually your, your cortisol levels will flatline and, and they'll be low all the time. 
So now you're not wired and tired. Now you're just tired and tired. So you wake up in the morning. It doesn't ever get any better. You're still tired. You're living on caffeine and, and you're just trying to make it through the day. So that's where I ended up when I was in phase three adrenal fatigue. And again, you can test, you know, self-assessment to see which phase you might be in through the, through the quiz that I was just talking about. So if you want that again, shoot me an email, but the cortisol levels are hugely, hugely important. So hopefully that's making sense because you've lived your life as kind of type A personality, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of stress in your life, which most people have maybe not the best diet. Um, maybe not taking care of yourself as, as good as you could, maybe serving everybody else before you serve you, that it, those adrenals get burnt out and your cortisol levels get burnt out as well. Okay. So that's number one. Now, the other two things are neurotransmitters and these are very important too. So again, it's not just adrenal burnout, it's neuroadrenal burnout. And what the neuro means is neurotransmitters. So if you have neurotransmitter imbalance, um, those are the two I want to talk about today are, are dopamine and serotonin. And I'll tell you why you get those. So why would you have neurotransmitter imbalance? So just some simple reasons. Number one, poor dietary choices, um, sensory overload, which is like, we're tied to our cell phones. We're tied to our computers. We're tied to our email. It's just crazy. So, so much more stress than we used to have, um, chronic stress in our lives. So that can be physical stress, like an accident or injury. It could be emotional stress, like death in the family or divorce or, or something like that. Um, bowel dysfunction is another one. So like leaky gut syndrome, toxic, uh, different, like toxic things that you put into your body. Um, too much alcohol can be one of them. Too much, um, caffeine can be another one because it just whips the adrenals over and over again, but that can cause neurotransmitter burnout as well. So now we're not just talking about a gland that's on your kidney. Now we're talking about your brain not working right. Okay. So one of the ones that's going to get affected is called dopamine. If your dopamine levels are too high, you're going to have anxiety and irritability. If your dopamine levels are too low, you're going to have usually cravings, depression, poor focus. So it's going to be one or the other. Dopamine is as a hormone that, um, or a neurotransmitter that makes you feel um, like things are going well, like you're accomplishing something. So what happens if your dopamine gets messed up as well, then you don't have the the willpower to even get up in the morning. So not only are you like your body's tired, your brain is tired as well. There's another one called serotonin. Serotonin is the feel good hormone. Okay. So that's what makes you feel like you're winning in, in nature, like the alpha male, uh, there's a lot of research on this. Like, so like the alpha male in any pack of a, like wild animals, the one that got the, the most serotonin release, because when you win at life, right, when, when, when interactions go well, you get a serotonin release and that builds more con- confidence. And then you win again and you get more confidence and you win again and you get more confidence. So like the alpha males of the, the animal kingdom are the ones that when they're small, they fight and they win and they get a boost of, uh, you know, uh, uh, boosting their serotonin. And then they win again, they get more serotonin. They win again, they get more serotonin and they become the alpha male. Okay. So that's what you, you want lots of serotonin in that regard, a nice healthy level of serotonin. So serotonin is also the precursor for melatonin. So if you don't have normal levels of serotonin, then you don't have melatonin and melatonin is what helps you sleep. Okay. So if you have low levels of serotonin, that's where you're going to get a lot of depression issues. If you have high levels of serotonin, you're going to have over stimulation of serotonin, which is going to be like anxiety. So hopefully you see what's going on here now, because of the lifestyle that we've lived, right? So because of, again, the poor dietary choices, sensory overload, uh, can have some genetics can have a, a, a role in this as well. Chronic stress, toxic foods and, and things that we're getting in our environment. Um, those things are what's going to cause this a neuroadrenal burnout. So if you're alive on planet earth, particularly if you're somebody who's, you know, trying to help other people, or I see this with a lot of doctors, dentists, uh, financial analysts, moms, like all people that are just, you know, constantly having people depend on them. 
then that's where you're going to get this burnout. So hopefully that's making sense. Like, okay, here's, okay, I feel anxious. I feel tired. Um, I, I don't feel like I care as much as I used to. It's not like a midlife crisis. Usually there's a physical problem there, and the physical problem has to do with cortisol, dopamine, and serotonin. So hopefully that makes sense. So that's why you're feeling the way you're feeling. If you're tired all the time, chances are your cortisol levels are either flipped or crashed which means they're, they're low in the morning and high at night, or they're low in the morning and they stay low the whole time. Um, if you're feeling anxious or irritable, chances are that the, the neurotransmitters are, are, the, are wired too high. And if you're feeling kind of depressed, poor focus, poor mental focus, poor memory, um, then usually those, those two important neurotransmitters are too low. So what do you do about it? Well, I wish there was a magic pill I could give you, but there's not. There's no magic pill because as always, these symptoms are your body's way of telling you something's wrong. So what I did is I started doing the things that I've been teaching in this podcast. I started doing the midday reset. I started doing ginger shots instead of doing caffeine. Um, I started assessing, uh, was I thinking about the future too much, the past too much? Was I carrying too much weight? So all of the past episodes that I've talked about and the ones I will continue to talk about on this podcast, um, it's a matter of looking at fixing your body and then fixing your lifestyle. So fixing your body and then fixing your lifestyle. And that's what the, all these podcast episodes have been about. So how do you fix the body? First of all, um, testing is big 90, what I call the 90 day reset. So we're going to be doing a 28 day, uh, burnout reset, which is going to, I'll be teaching the 90 day lifestyle reset and then getting good sleep, the right type of exercise. Most of us have the wrong type of exercise when it comes to adrenal fatigue. Um, you do not want like high stress exercise, but then it's fixing lifestyle, which is addressing what I call the dream 2.0. So how do you want the re- the second half of your life to look? Maybe it's, maybe it's less pushing, less stress, um, less, less, uh, trying to, you know, push a rock up a hill only to watch it roll down the other side. It's about, um, getting some good self-care and, and, and early morning or morning routines that can help you start your day in the right way and take control of those thoughts that you have. Um, it's getting your hormones fixed. So things like testosterone, uh, especially for men, uh, the cortisol, dopamine, those things, when you get those things corrected, it's amazing how you can be 44 or 54 years old and feel like you're 24 years old again, because things are optimized. And what happens is you pretty much everybody feels good when you're 25, but then somewhere between 25 and 40, things start going the wrong direction. We don't pay attention. And now it's just time to pay attention. So, um, hopefully that's making sense as to maybe why you're having the problem that you're having. So if you want help, Really simple. Take the test, uh, and you can find out where you might be in the in the phases of neuroadrenal fatigue. So, if you want that, you can just reach out to me on Facebook or uh, send me an email at burnout to breakthrough at gmail.com. And then we also have our burnout reset, our 28 day burnout reset on Facebook. Uh, that's coming up here starting, uh, May 21st. So Monday, May 21st, and I'm going to be doing a four week class, two videos per week that are walking, that are going to be walking you through what exactly is happening with the body and what you need to do about that. And then what, what lifestyle factors may have caused this and what to do about that. So if you want more information on either of those, just shoot me an email, burnout to breakthrough at gmail.com. And in the meantime, just be thinking about, okay, if my body is feeling this way and I am tired all the time, what's no longer sustainable in my life? What do I need to start looking at differently? And where am I stressing myself out where I, and, and I don't need to be? 
So that's what a lot of this is just some self-reflection. So what do you want the, the, the rest of your life to look like? Do you, do you want to continue jumping through hoops and, you know, juggling 45 balls and pushing, you know, rocks up a hill to only have it rolled on the other side? Or do you want to move from what we call the stressor to the master, right? So up to this point, maybe it's been a lot of stress, but the second half of the life really should be much more of a glide path where you have mastered the things that you used to stress over. And really that's what this is all about. That's what the podcast is about. And that's what the 28 day breakthrough, um, is about as well. So if you want access to that, just uh, shoot me an email at burnout to breakthrough at gmail.com or find me on Facebook. And as always appreciate you guys listening. Hope this is helping. We've got a lot of great feedback from people recently. And uh, I just want to tell you there is hope there is an answer and you can overcome this. So let's turn that burnout into a breakthrough.